0: The last couple of weeks would have to be right up there amongst some of the very best for me in uh, in my property career today. I'm really looking forward to recording today's biz update for you guys because I feel like I've hit a big and really important milestone in the last couple of weeks. And I want to share it with you. I tell you guys how important it is to stop and pause and reflect and enjoy those wins, savor those moments celebrate those milestones that we achieve and I feel like I've hit one recently so I want to share that with you now if you've been keeping up with socials you'll probably see bits of this but I'm going to tell you what's been going on across the student professional portfolio what's been happening at my HMO refurb what's been happening in the commercial Terezi business and a couple of updates from the HMO roadmap so if you want to come behind the scenes if you want to take a peek at what's been going on don't go anywhere please sit back relax and do whatever you need to do and enjoy today's episode of the HMO podcast. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO roadmap really is your one-stop shop inside the roadmap, you'll find a full 60 lesson course delivered by me teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from, and we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the HMO now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Okay, welcome back. So today is a biz update. I'm going to tell you what's been going on behind the scenes in my businesses. It's been a good couple of weeks, like I said in the intro. I feel like I've hit a milestone recently. Something that I've been working on for years and years, actually. feels like it, it has finally come together, and I'm really proud of that. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's been happening in the student professional portfolio, what's been happening at my HMO refurb, what's been happening in the commercial Terezi stuff, and that's the big stuff for me this week, and a couple of updates on the roadmap. So without further ado, let's get into this. Now, okay, so the student changeover is behind us. We've moved on. Finally, the dust has settled and we can kind of get back to normal. I'm saying that carefully because you never quite know what's around the corner. But what tends to happen is we do the changeover. It's really chaotic for a few weeks and then things just start to settle down. And often some of our tenants do move in. They certainly get the keys to their new houses. Any issues that they find as soon as they move in, we tend to find out about. And then often many of our students actually go home for the summer and it goes really, really quiet, often until sort of late September. So we're starting to move into that period now over summer where we're expecting that it's going to get quieter and quieter. And that's a really nice time of the year for us, actually. After the chaos of the student changeover, it's really nice to be able to just regroup and focus on... Developing the systems and the operations and the processes, doing lots of housekeeping, because the last few weeks, that kind of goes out the window. You've just got to do what you've got to do. You've got to keep people happy. You've got to run around, do what you need to do. All the houses. uh, So it's just bonkers. So it's really nice now that that's starting to settle down. So hopefully that continues. And I really want to enjoy summer and enjoy being outdoors and I don't want my staff to be under too much pressure either you know it's a lot for the team the student changeover there's lots of long hours working weekends and it's nice to be able to take the foot off the gas a little bit and enjoy stuff so that's the plan but so far so good things seem to have gone pretty well most of our tenants seem to be very happy with their houses couple of little blips that we've managed to sort out but on the whole like I said previously. I'm really proud of how we did this year, and I don't think it could have gone any better, in all honesty. Now, in the same breath, weirdly, our professional occupancy has dropped a little bit in the last two, three weeks. It hasn't actually dropped yet, but we've had about seven or eight rooms give notice. It's not a mass exodus, they're just from different properties. It's really random, actually, and we're not quite sure why. I think what it is is finally, after the whole COVID thing, I mean, we had almost no changeover in the professional market over the whole pandemic. We've had much, much less of a churn in the last two to three years than we ever have done before, which is quite unusual because I know a lot of people struggled with occupancy and professionals moving out through the pandemic. But we didn't actually. But uh, yeah, for some reason, for one reason or another, we've had a lot of professionals decide that it's time to move on. So we've just dealt with all students of the big changeover. We've now got to do a bit of a change over in the professional market. Granted, it's only eight rooms. We've already got several of those filled already, but it still means lots of viewings and new contracts and sorting deposits out and things like that. Yeah, so that's what's going on. It's going to keep us a bit busier than we would anticipate at this time of the year. But the good thing is, occupancy And sort of inquiries is just nuts at the minute. I don't know whether you're finding it as well, but I've actually just done some research on spare room as well. But the data, the number of people looking for rooms at the minute is is bonkers and there's a huge undersupply at the minute. So good news for us, not great for tenants, but hopefully those eight rooms will all be filled really, really quick. So I'll give you a bit of an update on that next time we do a biz update. So that's what's happening in the professional and student biz. What's been happening with my HL that's under refurb? Well, good news. It's all progressing really, really well. I think we are now at a point where boarding and skimming, and very shortly after we'll be final fixing the garage. So the garage conversion is almost done. Building control have been out several times already signing the work off periodically it's absolutely flying and um, i was down there when the weather was really really hot and with all the new insulation and stuff in there it was just unbelievably warm in that in that room in that new garage conversion but it's starting to look fantastic the ensuite's suite's all in there and partitioned up now so i'm really really excited and i don't know if you remember but I certainly shared on social media. I'm not sure whether I did a podcast on it. Perhaps I did. (laughs) Apologies if I did. But the group that had originally signed up, they'd come round, I'd showed them the the property. They are really excited about the refurb that I talked about. And they sent the deposit over straight away. Anyway, those guys really kind of dragged their heels a little bit. In the end, I had to push them a bit. And they started throwing lots and lots of questions. They got a three-page email with loads of requests and amendments to the tenancy that they wanted it was definitely driven by by at least one guarantor, and some of the requests were just absurd, and because it had gone on for so many weeks, which is in part our fault, but nevertheless, I said, you know what guys, I don't think this is right for you, you know, I can't lay all of your concerns, I can give you as much assurance as possible that the refurb's going to be done, I can show you other examples of my houses, I can put a description of what we're proposing to do in the ASTs as an appendix, but some of the requests were just utterly absurd. You know, they wanted my personal address, and they wanted personal guarantees, they wanted X, Y, and Z, and I just said, you know what, I'm not prepared to do this. Put my foot down and said, sorry guys, I'm going to give you a deposit back, and we're not going to be able to do that. Understandably, that disappointed a few tenants, but good news is, we immediately got another group round, they immediately put their deposit down, so re it again, uh, got it filled straight away. These guys seem like yeah, they're much happier to take that punt and, and trust us in what's going to happen with the refurb. So fingers crossed, they get their AST sorted, ASAP now. I want to get them signed up, locked in, and then we can just crack on with the refurb. So when the, once the garage is finished, I think we'll be on the garage for another three weeks. We'll be into the main building and, yeah, we'll be cracking on. And we've got a timeline that takes us through to December on that one. So starting to look good. And um, we've got plenty more to do, but really pleased with progress so far. Okay, a couple of updates from the roadmap, cool things that have been happening. We've got a brand new masterclass coming actually from Howard Giblin. Howard, you'll remember, came onto the podcast and Howard is an expat investor and he talked to us about how he's successfully invested in HMOs from overseas. Really, really interesting episode and uh, we got a huge response from it. Anyway, I reached out and asked Howard if he would come and do a masterclass for us all about investing from overseas, tell us how he's done it and the hoops he's had to jump through and he tips, tricks, hacks that he might be able to share and how to put a full masterclass together. That is coming to the roadmap very, very soon. So I'm really excited about that. I've seen it already and it really is fantastic. So for any of you guys out there investing from overseas, and I know we have thousands of uh, overseas listeners, keep an eye out. That's going to be a good one for you. We've got a brand new resource for you guys. You can actually download this as a template. It's uh, drain maintenance and management for tenants. I know it's one of those boring things, but you know what? How often are showers getting clogged up with hair and things like that? Just simple things, ideas and solutions and advice that you can give to tenants. That means they're not calling you and having to get you to come out and do stuff reactively. So you can download that template now. It's all ready for you and it's waiting inside the roadmap. And then finally, we've got a brand new case study from Adam Collinson. Adam was obviously on the show very recently. Adam is the genius behind the deal stacker. He's a good friend of mine. We worked together on the deal stacker and the roadmap. But uh, Adam has prepared a fantastic, I mean, really, really awesome case study for you guys, all about his very first HMI. It's a great project because it was the first one Adam did, which was really tough for obvious reasons. It was also a project that he was incredibly impatient. He had to wait a long time to buy it, looked at many deals, none of them were quite good enough, waited, 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 and finally found a great deal. Numbers are fantastic. And in that case study, Adam really gives you the context about why that deal worked, how he was able to do it and has allowed him to go on and, and invest and continue to build his HMO portfolio. So I think you're going to love that one. And then finally, the big one. What am I really excited about this week? What was this big milestone I've hit? Well, if you were following socials, you'll know that actually the last couple of weeks, I've spent a lot of time working in my commercial to business. Now, we had a few things going on. First and foremost, we secured a new deal. I secured that actually while I was in Amsterdam on a stag, do you believe it or not. Mark tied it all up while we were away. We paid the reservation fee. While I was literally on a beer bike in Amsterdam, I sent the money over. Mike had to approve it as well. And Mike, it was a Saturday. Mike was on a paddle board somewhere. So a really funny story. But anyway, we secured that fantastic property. And last week, I got to see it for the first time. And boy, was I impressed. It is a beautiful building. It needs a huge amount of work inside. It's like stepping back in time. It's got three garages by the side of it and a plot that we can develop on. So I'm really, really excited about that. And it's at a great location, very close to where some of our other stuff is, but actually in a mildly better location with slightly better values. Super excited about that one. And we're about to actually put the planning application in. I'm going to move fast. We've raised all of the finance privately to buy and develop that, which I think is maybe five, six days we actually did it in, which is really fantastic. So we're really excited about that. We've got all the funding in place. Green light. Okay, what else in this commercial to resi business? Okay, Faversham, the six commercial to six flat project. The first five flats are now finished. I've been down there all week. We've been getting it all ready for, for our first guests. It's going on the Airbnb market. The first guests are booking it in. And there's been a huge amount of work just to get things sorted, like get the TVs in the right place, make sure that they're all stacked with all the right utensils in the kitchen, managing all the snags. Mark, my business partner, has done a phenomenal job. I mean, a really phenomenal job of managing all the builders and getting it all done. And it looks truly incredible. Paula, Mark's wife, who's also an architect, has an incredible design head. and. Wait till you see the pictures, but it, it is beautiful. What the guys have done is so incredible. I'm so, so pleased. Could not be happier. Um, it was a pleasure to be down there and spend time there. And I, I just know that our guests are going to absolutely love it. Just really, really proud to have, have done a development that, and done it to such a high spec. It feels like a real trophy building. And that, for me, is, is a huge milestone, because this is probably the biggest project that I've done to date. I've learned a huge amount. It's been a really steep learning curve. And you know what? It's been so much, so much fun, so much fun. So really, really pleased about that. The application for the term finance is now in. So in the next few weeks, we can actually start thinking about getting some money in, money back out of that deal, sorry, because there is a lot of money in that deal, a lot of money in that deal. So it's time to get it out. So they're the first two projects that are kind of simmering away in the commercial Terezi business. And the final one, and the one that I got really excited about and I think the one that's really kind of turned the dial is our project to Hibernia Street. You might have seen that we were down at committee. It got dragged into committee. We'd had some objections around overdevelopment and parking, even though we'd have approvals from planners and highways. You know, we'd got the recommendations of approval, but it got dragged into committee. And anyway, we turned up at committee last Wednesday. And the committee started to talk about other projects and they're like a pack of wolves in there. I don't know if you've ever been. It's actually a really interesting experience. I've been before, but I'd highly recommend anyone who's putting planning applications in to go and and experience what it's like in the committee. It's It's an unusual environment, but it's a really good way to learn and kind of feel out how committee members think about stuff. One of the projects, the project before ours that they were discussing, they annihilated. I mean, they tore it to shreds. They literally voted 12 to zero in favour of refusing it, which is what they did. And then ours was up and yeah, Mark and I were sat next to each other thinking, oh my God, you know, this doesn't bode well. And um, Mike had, we'd nominated Mike, Mike had nominated himself to, Mike Clay, this is to read our statement. You get three minutes to read a statement out to the committee and... Mike stepped up and introduced our application. He read out our statement, took three minutes, and he did a phenomenal job. I mean, he absolutely nailed it. Perfect delivery, perfectly timed, and just very well balanced. And then it was passed over to the planners and the committee to review it and discuss it. And we really weren't sure which way it was going. We got an immediate recommendation from approval for one of the planners, one of the people that we didn't think we we're actually going to go from it. Sorry, from one of the committee members. And they sort of ping-ponged back and forth, and someone else on the other side of the room raised issues and objections to it. And anyway, it was looking like we were about 50-50, and all of a sudden the, the conversation started to take a turn for the worst. One of the committee members came in and kind of laid the overdevelopment thing and really went heavy in the parking. And it. And it started this chain of events where they all just start to jump in on parking and parking issues in the area, and we really thought it was slipping away from us. Anyway, the conversation progressed. Some other committee members stepped in and really surprised us and just said, you know what? It's no parking scheme. What's the problem? We need this. We need one-bed flats, and kind of helped us recover it as well. And to be fair, the planning consultant who was there speaking on our behalf did a great job of rebutting some of the questions and proposals that the committee members put forward, some of which, if I'm honest, were a bit ridiculous, like we should drop two of the units and put parking inside the building. I mean, this is ridiculous, particularly as Highways had specifically remarked that they didn't want really any traffic around that area because of the narrow roads. It could be dangerous. So anyway, long story short, Mark was sat up at the, this big table. <laughs> he looked like Putin at the end of a very long table. And Mark and I were sat in the gallery and the committee voted and the hands went up and... Very quickly, we could see we'd got it 10 to 2. They voted in our favour, and that was it. We were so, so, so pleased. I'm sure these huge smiles just beamed across Mark and I's face. Mike kind of held his poker face. And that was it. We got our planning permission to convert our mixed-use 4,000-square-foot building into eight flats. Our original appraisal was to turn it into five units. Six looked great. We did appraise it at seven as a bit of a, wouldn't this be amazing? And actually we managed to squeeze eight out. We hadn't even done the numbers on eight. It turned out phenomenal, better than we could have possibly expected. Full credit to Mark, who did an amazing job on the scheme and actually was commended a number of times by the committee members for how good the scheme looked. Obviously, we are so, so excited about this. And this, for me, is massive because this will represent the biggest project yet. It's bigger than Faversham. And I think the speed and the pace and the efficiency at which we've done this with has really filled me with confidence. It's really got me excited. Again, I've continued to learn loads. But it represents another big deal, another eight flats. And actually the pipeline now looks like 20 flats, Favisham six, Hibernia's eight, Poplar's going to be six plus another two. So the pipeline is looking really, really strong. We've done this in less than 12 months. And that for me, those first three deals was a huge milestone. It was getting the proof of concept. Can we as a partnership do this? Are these deals available? Can we actually go and consistently raise this sort of finance? And we've done it all. We've done it better than we could have expected. And on Friday, after two days after we got the planning we actually completed on Hibernia Street so it's been a fantastic couple of weeks so as you can imagine i'm on cloud 9 i'm absolutely buzzing and just feeling super proud of, of myself of mark of mike of my partnership and of all of the efforts and the hard work that have gone into getting this far the one thing i want to say to you guys is and i don't know whether you want to go on and do these sorts of projects but if you do have faith in what you're doing now it's the small steps that get you there it's taking me 12, 13 years to get this far, the HMOs, the learning, the network, the contacts, the experience, the mistakes, all of that has got me here. And I feel like I'm entering a new chapter, which is really, really exciting. Don't get me wrong, I'm certainly not stepping away from HMOs in any way at all. They will continue to be my number one priority. I'm absolutely continuing to acquire HMOs, but it's great to feel like this door is finally, finally open. And it's really cool to be able to share it with you guys, because like I've always said, HMOs, for so many of us, are a great enabler. Once you get them up and running in cash flow, which is the very best thing about them, that begins to give us options. And if we've got networks and contacts and we can raise finance and find deals, then more and more doors start to open. And all we need to do is pick the right door and gently lean into it. So there we go, guys. I'm on cloud now and I'm absolutely buzzing. Thank you so much for all of your support. And I'm really looking forward to sharing more and more of this stuff with you. So all in all, a fantastic couple of weeks. And this weekend, I'm off to celebrate Gemma's birthday. I can officially say this today on the podcast. I've kept it a huge secret for months and months and months, but I've been planning a surprise 30th birthday party for her. And we're off up to the northeast now to have a huge party and celebrate Gemma's birthday. So this good feeling shall continue to uh, into next week and hopefully onwards from there thank you so much for tuning in guys i hope that that has been interesting and insightful I hope it's inspired you encouraged you motivated you giving you a kick at the backside if you feel like you're not quite doing what you should be. So get out there and go and do it. Go and smash it. That's it, guys. Thanks so much. Don't forget that I'm on hand over in the HMO community. I won't be around much this weekend because, like I said, I'm at a party. The party that I've arranged, but I will be there next week and every day thereafter. So come check it out if you haven't already joined. It's our free group on Facebook. Of course, if you are taking your HMO stuff seriously this year and you want to go and Check out these new resources that we've got waiting for you inside the roadmap. Then check it out. It's the hmo uk. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. It's an incredible resource. Finally, if you've got 30 seconds to leave a quick review of the show, please, 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 please do. It means more than you could possibly know. I know I, I ask you so much. I know you're probably tired of me asking you, but honestly, guys, it helps so much. We really appreciate it. And it really does help us bring fantastic guests onto the show and actually it's helping us bring more partners in that are offering more great services to our members of the community so thank you so much that's it guys don't forget i'll be right back here in the very same place next time so please join them for another installment of the hmo podcast mm-hmm.